Welcome to The Manly Catholic. In this podcast, we will inspire, challenge, and equip all men to become the men they were created to be. Join us as we journey together to become the best versions of ourselves and strive to change our communities one man at a time. Hello all and welcome to another episode of The Manly Catholic. I am James, your host, and today, unfortunately, is another episode that I will be flying solo, again due to unforeseen circumstances. Father Dominic and me were unable to record with each other. Um, As you can probably tell from my voice, I'm recovering from a cold that my whole family got, so you get me and my cold-induced voice, but I did lose my voice for a couple days, so thankfully it is back now. So today I wanted to do something a little bit different for you all, and I wanted to read you all a speech that Jim Caviezel did back in 2018 at the Focus Leadership Conference. Now, for those of you who do not know who Jim Caviezel is, he is who played Jesus in the very popular film, uh, The Passion of the Christ, directed by Mel Gibson. So Jim Caviezel was Jesus, and a very powerful story. But this speech was absolutely incredible, and I wanted to read it for you all and give you some of my reflections on it. So without further ado, I'm going to start in prayer, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for all those who are listening here to this podcast. Thank you so much for all the blessings that you pour out each and every day for all the men and for all their families and for all priests around the world. We want to lift up especially Pope Francis, all of our cardinals and bishops and our priests, Father Dominic, and just pray that you watch over us and keep us safe. Please bless all the men that are listening. May this episode, may the speech by Jim Caviezel touch their lives, inspire them to go out in the world and make a difference. Mary, Mother of God, pray for us. St. Therese of Lisieux, pray for us. St. Joseph, pray for us. Send the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And speaking of prayer, I want to give my shout out to our partners at Hallow, the number one Catholic app in the world. Just an absolutely incredible app. I know you guys have heard me talk about it, but such an amazing app that just greatly increases my prayer life. Right now, the month of October, they are doing a 54-day uh, Rosary Novena. Uh, the, October is the month of the Rosary, so I highly encourage you guys to sign up. If you click on the link in the show notes, or if you go to www.hallow.com backslash the Manly Catholic, you can extend a 30-day free trial um, of all their premium content. So I highly, highly encourage you guys to do that. It's such an incredible app to deepen your prayer life. So without further ado, here's the speech Jim Caviezel gave at the Focus Leadership Conference in 2018. The name Saul means great one. The name Paul means little one. While making this film, I learned that by changing one little, one tiny letter, that we can become great in the eyes of God. But it requires us to be little if we wish to be great. But this is the way of the saints. This is the way of the holy. And this is the way Saul became Saint Paul. Callings come when we least expect them. I remember mine vividly 
I had this experience. I was 19 years old, sitting in a movie theater in my hometown of Mount Vernon, Washington. The movie had ended, and out there in the darkness, befriended only by my basketball in the adjacent seat, I had a sensation in my heart that made me think that I am supposed to be an actor, that this is what God crafted me for, that this is what he wanted me for. Yes, my rational sense intervened. I knew nothing about acting, no agents, no managers. I can't memorize to save my life. Yet I had a conviction, and I had a call. Cut to the spring of 2000, I was offered the role of Edmond Dantes in The Count of Monte Cristo. It was a new adaptation of the Dumas classic. Very stressful period. This is the first time I had ever had to carry a film on my own, and here I was, what I long wanted to achieve, but I had no peace. Everything on that film was a battle. My character, Edmund Dantes, is unjustly imprisoned. While there, both in the book and in the film, he carves on the wall, God will give me justice. With all the odds set against him, this one solitary man is committed to freeing himself and vanquishing evil, even the evil within himself. There is a wonderful scene between Edmund and a fellow prisoner, a priest played by the great Richard Harris, in the pit of self-pity, a moment of real despair, while the priest is on the ground, dying. He turns to Edmund and says, The final lesson, Do not commit the crime you now serve the sentence for. Remember God saith, Vengeance is mine. I look down to him and say, But I don't believe in God. He says to me, It does not matter, Edmund. He believes in you. And he does. God loves each one of us personally, and he is there for us even in our darkest moments of despair. After shooting Monte Cristo, I inexplicably got a call from Mel Gibson. My agent did not call. My manager did not call. I didn't know Mel Gibson. I wasn't politicking for the role because nobody knew it was happening. Mel Gibson wants me to play Jesus Christ. He wants the guy with the initials of J.C., who just happens to be 33 years of age, to play Jesus Christ. Is that a coincidence? I don't think so. Is your life a coincidence? Or is it all just a chance? Some of you may be miserable right now, confused, uncertain of the future, hurting. This is not the time to back off or to give in. When I was up there on the cross, I learned that in his suffering was our redemption. Remember the servant is no greater than the master. Each of us must carry our own cross. There is a price for our faith, for our freedoms. I have been literally scourged, hit by the whips, crucified, struck by lightning. Yes, open heart surgery. That's what happens after five and a half months of hyperthermia. One day during the shoot, my arm was wedged under that heavy beam when someone yanked it in the other direction. My muscles wrenched, my shoulder separated. I fell to the ground, dropped my head into the sand. This take now remains in the movie. In a later part of the film, Jesus experiences a shoulder separation. Well, I now know what that felt like. Every day I had to pick up that thing. It was like a penance. It ripped into my shoulder, tearing at my flesh. With each passing hour, it got heavier. And had this been shot in a studio, you never would have seen that performance. The suffering made my performance, just as it makes our lives. Some of us now, you know them, Embrace a fake Christianity, where it's all happy talk. I call it happy Jesus and glory. And guys, there was a lot of pain and suffering before the resurrection. Your path will be no different. So embrace your cross 
and race towards your goal. I want you to go out into this pagan world. I want you to have the courage to step into this pagan world and shamelessly express your faith in public. The world needs ground warriors animated by their faith. Warriors like St. Paul and St. Luke who risk their names, their reputations to take their faith, their love for Jesus into the world. God is calling each one of us, each one of you, to do great things, but how often we fail to respond, dismissing it as some mental blurb. It is time for our generation now to accept that call, the call of God urging all of us to give ourselves entirely to Him, to see that gentle hand guiding your path, but you first must make the commitment to start praying, to fast, to meditate on the Holy Scriptures, to take the Holy Sacraments seriously. For we are now a culture in decline, a people in danger of succumbing to our excesses. Our whole world is entrenched in sin. And there in the quiet of our heart, God is calling to us, each one of us to give entirely to Him. And how often we ignore Him, ignore that sweet call. The great saint of Auschwitz, St. Maximilian Kolbe, said that indifference is the greatest sin of the 20th century. Well, my brothers and sisters, it is the greatest sin of the 21st century as well. We must shake off this indifference, this destructive tolerance of evil. But only our faith and the wisdom of Christ can save us. But it requires warriors, ready to risk their reputations, their names, even our very lives, to stand for the truth. Set yourselves apart from this corrupt generation. Be saints. You weren't made to fit in. You were born to stand out. For in our country now, we are only too happy to go with the flow. We have a shrine to freedom now where all choices are equal no matter what the consequences are. Do you honestly think this is true freedom? Pope John Paul the Great said, Democracy cannot be sustained without a shared commitment to certain moral truths about the human person in the human community. The basic question before a democratic society is this, how ought we to live together? Seeking an answer to this question, can society exclude moral truth and moral reasoning? Every generation of Americans needs to know that freedom exists not to do what you like, but having the right to do what you ought. That is the freedom that I wish for you. Freedom from sin. Freedom from your weaknesses. Freedom from the slavery that sin makes out of all of us. That is the freedom that is worth dying for. It reminds me of what Mel Gibson first intoned in his Academy Award-winning film Braveheart when he said to his ragtag army, and I say to you tonight, I see before me a whole army of my countrymen here in defiance of tyranny. You have come to fight as free men. Free men you are. What would you do without freedom? Would you fight? This man says, no, we'll run and we'll live. Yeah, fight and you may die. Run and you'll live for at least a while, and dying in your beds many years from now, would you be willing to trade all the years from this day to that for one chance, just one chance to come back here and tell our enemies that you can take our lives, but you can never take our freedom. Every man dies. Not every man truly lives. You, you, you. We all must fight for that authentic freedom and live, my friends. By God, we must live. And with the Holy Spirit as your shield and Christ as your sword, may you join St. Michael and all the angels in sending Lucifer and his henchmen straight right back to hell where they belong. Saul means great one. What does Paul mean? Little one. 
So if we wish to be great in the eyes of God, what do we need to be? Little. May God love you and keep you and guide you all the days of your life. And I don't see you here. I can't wait to see you in heaven. I love you. God bless you. Fight hard. Whew, man. So that was, again, Jim Caviezel's speech to focus on a, at a Focus Leadership Conference back in 2018. Man, what speech that was. I actually saw the speech on YouTube. I'll actually share a link in the, the show notes for you guys if you want to look it up. What a guy. Man, like I said, he has a great story. If you guys want to look up his story of his road to be an actor and all the things he went through during that film with Mel Gibson and The Passion, just incredible. So I want to touch on a couple things. And this is part of my challenge for you men out there is the changing of the name in the Bible is very important. And from here he talks about Saul means great one. And what does God do to St. Paul's name? He changes it from Saul, who means great one, to Paul, who means little one. So for those of you who who aren't too familiar with St. Paul, Paul uh, was uh, named Saul, and he was a very devout Jew. He was one of, he correct me if I'm wrong, but he was kind of high up in the Jewish uh, religion. He knew the scriptures very well, extremely well. And he basically was in charge of persecuting uh, the the new Christians until on the road to Damascus. I believe it was on the road to Damascus. Um, anyways, he was traveling and it, Jesus encountered him. He blinded him and he became a Christian and he changed his name from Saul to Paul. And Paul means little one. So I want to ask all of you men, out there. This is your challenge this week. I want you to examine your life. Think of it as an examination of conscience. And I want you to think about all the places that you think you're great. And I want you to ask yourself, am I inviting God into this area of my life? So you could be great at sports. You could be great and making money, you could be an awesome doctor, you could be just a great dad, whatever it is. You give great homilies. And I want you to ask yourself, am I truly inviting God into this area of my life? Or is he calling me to be little? And for me, I struggle with this. And I'm going to be frank with you guys, this podcast is something that I struggle with at times because... I have so many ideas of where I wanted to go. And instead of asking, God, what is it you want me to do with this podcast? I often just ask myself, what should I do with this podcast by myself? Without truly surrendering it over to God. And so for me, I need to become little. So again, men, your challenge this week is to examine your life. Ask yourself. Where do I maybe have a false sense of pride, maybe a little too pompous? And it's okay to be great at things. You, We all should strive to be great. So don't think of it as like a punishment. Like if, oh, I'm great at this, this is bad. That, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying, are you inviting God into these things? Because God 
can turn those great things into something even greater. And he can turn something that you might think perceive to be a weakness into your greatest asset and your greatest strength. Think about Moses and how fearful he was to go before Pharaoh and what God did with Moses, what God did with Saul, turning him into Paul, St. Paul. Men, God has a plan for your life. If we wish him to take over our lives, we have to become little. And this is something, This is going to be a big challenge for me too, men. I'll be doing this with you. If Father Dom is listening, I hope he is. I'll send him a link. We all need to strive to invite God into our lives. Because if we strive to be little, God can be great. And he can truly take over and make our lives into a masterpiece. Men. So that was my challenge this week. And that is this podcast. If you guys like this, by the way, it's something that I I really enjoy doing, kind of looking up motivational speeches, talks, homilies, things like that. Um, send me an email. Of a, again, a link in the show notes. Leave a comment on Instagram. Um, or if you join our Facebook group, all of the above. I, I always love hearing your feedback, hearing what you guys want to hear, what you guys like to see, what you don't like to see. I really am tailoring this podcast for you. So don't be shy. Leave a comment. Please leave us a review on Instagram. Not Instagram. Please leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Please share it with another man. And please give us a five-star rating. If you think it deserves five stars. I think it does. But it's up to you. So without further ado, I'm going to close this out in prayer. And we'll just start in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, thank you for another episode. Thank you for all the gifts that you have equipped all of these men. Thank you for the words of Jim Caviezel. May we truly strive to take this into this week, to become little for you, to allow you into every aspect of our lives so we can change the world, to change our families, to change our family tree. We ask you in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. All right, men, that concludes another episode of The Manly Catholic. We'll see you all next week. Don't forget to go out there and be saints. Thank you all so much for tuning in to another episode of The Manly Catholic. If you have not already done so, please hit that subscribe button wherever you get your podcast to make sure you don't miss a single episode. It will also help grow the show and reach as many men as possible. We truly think this podcast can change families and help men to change the world. Thank you again so much for tuning in and God bless you.